Welcome to Race Wife Unfiltered, hosted by your favorite bougie race wife, Rachel Thornhill. Every week, she shares stories of her life as a race wife and other women in motorsports, giving them a platform so their voices can be heard. Hey guys, welcome back to Race Wife Unfiltered. I am your host, Rachel Thornhill, and today we have a special guest with us. Uh, she is a race wife, and um, honestly, just from her name, you would probably already know who she is, but I'm just going to give you guys like an, an intro. So she is the wife of literally the Superman of Dirt, so Jonathan Davenport. So welcome, Rachel Davenport. Hi, Rachel. Hey, thanks for having me on. Oh yeah, no, not a problem. I'm glad that um, you were able to take time of your out of your schedule to come on. I know you and Jonathan yeah. are extremely busy people, so, <laughs> you know. Yeah, it never ends, that's for sure. Yeah, because I mean, you guys, not just the racing, I mean, you guys literally have your own ranch that you guys are just, you know, handling as well. So I don't know how you guys do. Yeah. We somehow manage, it works. <laughs> right. So, um, yeah, so obviously you guys have been doing this for quite some time. So before Jonathan, were you already into racing or was that something that didn't happen until he came along? No, um, I've been in it since I was born, really. Oh, okay. um, my dad raced and then um, I ended up starting to race go-karts. So I raced go-karts for years and then originally from South Georgia. So when we moved to South Carolina, um, I stopped and that was when we, that was my, the end of my career, if you will. <laughs> um, but yeah, so then I met Jonathan several years later. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, and, and honestly, I mean, did you think you were probably going to end up with somebody that was into racing anyway? Cause that was like a big no. part of like, your background. Yeah, no, I never did. Um, always said I would never date a race car driver. <laughs> <laughs> and then you ended up marrying one. <laughs> and then here I am married one. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, so I'm kind of the opposite. I didn't know anything about racing until I got with my husband. And so it was it was yeah. weird for me because it's like, you know, he and he was kind of the same way. He was like, you know, I don't know if you'll be into this because you know a lot of women don't want to be married to a race car driver you know like it's you mm -hmm. know, the lifestyle and i'm like yeah i'm open-minded about it because i don't know anything about it so it's not that i don't yeah. want to i just don't know anything and yeah so like yeah now being 18 years into it it's like racing's just a part of your life like it's it is a part of your life you get used to it <laughs> right exactly so, um, so how did you and Jonathan meet? Um, gosh, it's so weird. Um, <laughs> we actually met at the racetrack. Oh, okay. Um, but we were friends for a while before we actually got together. We'd have like random dinners together and just randomly talk, whatever. Then he come to my house the day after my birthday. And we went out on the lake and it just, it never stopped. So that's the date we go by. It's the only one we can remember. So, <laughs> um, 
but yeah, that's, that's how it all started. Yeah. And well, and it's funny how you said that you guys did meet at the racetrack because it's like, you know, Mm -hmm. um, that's where it started. And now that's what you guys do on a regular basis. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so obviously now with Jonathan, I'm guessing, you know, when you met him, was he racing already? Or was he? Yes. Okay, so he was already racing. Mm-hmm. Guys. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so yeah. So it's like you kind of. Yeah, he's been racing it. since he was seven. So. Oh wow! Yeah, that's a long time. Yeah, my husband. Yes, it way. never stopped. <laughs> yeah, my husband's the same way. He started racing when he was eight. So yeah, it's kind of around yeah. the same thing. It's like once mm-hmm. it's in their blood, they're not going to stop. Like, it would have to take something extremely serious where they could not, like, they're told that they can't get back into the car ever again. (laughs) So, yeah. But, um, so, obviously, you and and Jonathan have been together for quite some time. You guys have the branch. You have all these other things going on. I know, obviously, you have a son. So, I know you're busy with that stuff, too. How do you balance? I know you're busy with him as well, and you're trying to balance things with Jonathan and all of that going on. Yeah, um, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) I don't. Um, Everything just is chaos. I mean, I really can't ever plan anything. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and I work full time during the week as well. So I work eight to five um, during the week at the family business. So. But, you know, when Jonathan's gone, I, I have the ranch, I have Blaine and right. work. But then when he's home, he takes a load off. Like, he handles all the stuff that needs to be done around the house and everything. So, it's nice, like, having him home because yeah. it takes a little bit of a load off me. So, that helps. But, yeah, no, I'm never organized. Uh, my life is fully chaotic 24-7, 365. And I do have a village that that will pull through and help me with whatever mm-hmm. I need. So, that's always nice to have. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I definitely agree there. And, and it's, and it's good that, you know, when he's home that he helps you out a lot because yeah, I mean, you're trying to do all of that on your own. I'm sure it <laughs> yeah. takes a lot out of you. So especially the ranch, like, I mean, just that by itself is, I know chaotic yeah. with the animals. We've kind of got it to a point now to where, um, it'll take care of itself. Mm. Oh, okay. um, we, you know, we go out, we feed naturally. We go out there. Um, our goal with our cows are for them to be friendly. Mm. So we go out there and we try to spend as much time with them as we can and give them treats. And, you know, there's some days I come home, I know I need to go out there and do it, but I'm just, I'm over the day. I just <laughs> want to call it quits, but then I'll, I'll go out there and I'll do it. Um, so, you know, it's a big balance thing. You have to, I have to figure out some days I'm like, no, I'm not doing it. I'm not going to do it. (laughs) Yeah. Because I don't want to get burnt out because I I do truly love the cows. You know, that's like, Mm -hmm. that's like truly my thing. Like I really do. Like during the summer, I'm out there every day. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And and like you said about burnout, I mean, that's a huge issue. And especially like as moms, like that is something Mm -hmm. that a lot of us go through. Because it's like, you know, we're yeah. trying to juggle so many things at one time. And it's like, you know, we know that it's like it has to get done or like it's not going to get done. And so, yeah. Yeah, 
I, I get it. Like been and there. Blaine decided. Blaine decided he was going to play football and baseball. Oh wow! In the fall. So I had that, and then of course Jonathan had races coming up where he mm. was gone. So I was constantly back and forth to practice. I mean, he practiced every day or had a game except for Sunday. Friday, Friday was the oh. only day he had off. Wow. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. a lot. And then, and then you still work a job, you know, during the day too. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're doing yeah. that, getting off early to go bring him to practice or like pick him up mm-hmm. for practice or a game. And oh yeah, like that's a lot to deal with. Yeah, and we've got him rotten, so we have to stay at all of his practices and stuff like that. <laughs> so it's not a drop off situation where mom oh, okay. come back and get him. He was like, "No, yeah. mom, you got to stay and watch." And I'm like, uh, "Okay." <laughs> He just wants you to be able to watch him play. And and I understand that. But yeah, but at the same time, it's like, I'm doing this every single day. (laughs) (laughs) I told him there was one practice. I said, look, I have got to go to the store. You're not going to have a sandwich for your lunch tomorrow. Like there's, I've got to go to the store. So oh yeah, and when it came to food, he was like, like "Yeah, he was like, oh, when it came <laughs> yeah. to food, it's like, no, you know what? You can go ahead and go, but come back." Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, especially I mean, with him doing all these sports, I'm sure you know he's a growing boy, so you know you got mm-hmm. to feed him. So oh yeah, oh yeah. But um, but yeah, that that's um. Uh, I'm actually, that's actually interesting that he wanted to do those type of sports and he didn't want to actually do racing like Jonathan. You know, he said from day one that, you know, when he grows up, that's what he wants to do. He wants to do what his dad does. He wants to race. But, and it's been like that since he was little. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he's really taken into the, the sports thing. Um, we're playing basketball now. Okay. And, yeah, so we're into the basketball thing now. And, Football and baseball in the fall, and then I think we're going to play baseball in the spring. So, oh, wow. know, he's, you know, he's trying different things, and we're okay with it, you know, whatever he wants to do. Oh, yeah, but yeah. it's hard because, you know, Jonathan, being a dad, wants to be there for, mm-hmm. for Blaine, and then, you know, with his racing schedule, it doesn't always allow it. So, right. it's tough. It was one of those things you'd have to hire a crew chief and stuff like that, and Mm-hmm. We had some stuff, but we ended up selling it. His interest wasn't there. I mean, if he regains it, we'll give it a shot again. But for now, for now, yeah, that's what he's interested <laughs> in. And I mean, he's still young; like he can always, you yeah, know, change his mind later on and stuff. Because I mean, kids grow out of things all the time, so you know. Oh yeah. But uh, but yeah. So I mean, and and I totally understand what you mean about and stuff you know Jonathan's schedule it makes it hard for him to be around because you know with with all the different types of sports depending on the season like if it's closer to you know the off season it works but um but obviously when it's not the off season you know then yeah it would be a lot harder for him to you know be able to make it to, um, yeah it is basketball's pretty easy because he can make it to those games right. for the most part but he misses a lot of football and baseball stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I'm sure, you know, it, it makes it hard for you guys, too, because, like, you know, you're not always able to go see Jonathan race, you know, whenever. whenever no, we're race. not. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. So, and, you know, because, um, I mean, you know, because, like, 
the documentary on, on Jonathan. Like I remember watching it, you know, with you guys and stuff. Um, and how, like, you know, there was times where, um, you know, you, you were at home, you know, when he was winning like these, you know, these mm -hmm. races and stuff. And it's like, you know, that's hard. Cause it's like, obviously you'd want to be up there, you know, at the podium with him, you know, celebrating with him. And, you know, unfortunately you had to be home because of other, you know, obligations. And so, yeah. yeah. That's the toughest part. It's not being able to celebrate in the moment, you know, especially right. for, I mean, you look at last year, I mean, he done some really big things, Oh yeah. Um, you know, so if you look at last year, like we really, Blaine and I both, you know, missed out on a lot of memorable moments. And, you know, by the time he got home, the wind was done and over with, and it, it wasn't, we didn't right. celebrate it anymore because we moved on to the next. So, mm -hmm. I mean, that's, that's probably the toughest thing. Um, but somehow, some way, we found a way to to manage and yeah. get through it. Oh yeah, yeah. And then, I mean, depending on how long Jonathan wants to keep racing, because um, obviously, you know, I mean, he doesn't have to retire. You know, it's not like NASCAR mm -hmm. or something like that, where you, you know, most of these guys are retiring. You know, when they're in their forties, most of the guys in dirt racing don't race up in, into their eighties if they can. You know, so. Yeah. Um, so obviously, you know, when Blaine gets older, you know, I'm sure, you know, you will be able to, you know, be, or, you know, be able to go to way more races and stuff like that too with him and stuff, because it's not like one of those types of things where these guys literally, you know, have a very short timeline um, yeah. when it comes to racing. So, yeah. Cause I mean, dirt racing, I mean, you still have Red Farmer that's still out there doing his thing. I know it. <laughs> and, it's, and it's insane, you know, that he's still out there. I mean, he's, um, and because we tend to uh, go, we go to Talladega every October and we, and we see him race, you know, yeah. Um, then, and it's like, I mean, this man's beating out people that are like, you know, he's like double their age, you know, and it's like, <laughs> it's crazy. I'm like the man's gonna end up like that's how he's gonna go out is in a race car. Is it, oh yes, <laughs> you know, and that that's probably the way he wants. To oh go. yeah, I'm sure that's probably exactly what he wants to do. But it, it, <laughs> it's it's funny that you know he's still in that type of shape that he can get in a race car like that, and it's no big deal. And you mainly see yeah. it on the dirt side. Like I noticed a lot of the asphalt guys. Like once they get to like their late forties, early fifties they're done they don't like they just pretty much in their careers and yeah but these dirt guys like they'll be racing into their 70s and 80s and don't care <laughs> i know it's crazy so but yeah because um here um the track that we that my husband races at baton Rouge raceway the owner donald he he's like 82 83 and he races every every like every weekend with them in the late model. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like beating, he's always in the top three. Like he's always beating them out. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. And I didn't know he I was do in hope Jonathan's not doing it at 80, but you know, we'll see. <laughs> and the thing is like, I had no idea he was in his 80s because he doesn't even look like it. So I had no yeah. idea until my husband told me because I was, you know, because I noticed that the, car like i heard the name and i'm like wait is that the same donald that runs the track because i didn't realize that he he ran 
And he's like, yeah, he he runs with us every week. I'm like, well, I thought that was maybe somebody else that just possibly had like the same name or something like that. And he's like, no, that's him. And I'm like, like, isn't he like in his like 70s, 60s, 70s or something? (laughs) He's like, no, he's like 83. And I'm like, wow, I had no idea. But like, I mean, he's extremely active and like he doesn't, you know, he he's more active than most of these guys that are in their 40s. Oh, my. <laughs> so, That's crazy. I was like, oh, okay, well, no wonder he's running, you know, he's running against you guys, like, every every week, and what? he's kicking some of their asses every week, too. <laughs> 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 and it's like, you know, um, but yeah, like, and he hasn't stopped. I mean, because um, actually, I think it's the, the Lucas Oil series. Um, he started that, actually, because it was like called like the Super Series or something like that. And he sold it to Lucas Oil. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And um, that's what my husband had told me. He actually sold it yeah. to Lucas Oil. So, yeah. So hmm. he started that series back in like, I think like the 70s. Like, that's how long ago. Talking about yeah, yeah. He started, I think, like in the seventies, and yeah, it was the Lucas Oil series. So he started that series. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I I didn't know that, and yeah, he said that 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 was like what he did before, and then you know now it's just you know he just runs Baton Rouge Raceway, and he doesn't you know do anything else like that anymore. He doesn't travel or anything, which I don't blame him. I mean, I'm sure. He's at that point where he just wants to stay close to closer to home and not really and just enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, I yeah, I thought that was really neat though, because I had no idea. But yeah, my husband had told me he was the one that actually started the series. So Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. But so with um with Jonathan doing Lucas Oil, right? Has he thought about like doing anything else, like any other type of cars, or he just pretty much wants to stick to late model? Like, is that pretty much where he's? I hope just late models. Okay. That means he's going more. <laughs> if not, um, no, I'm kidding. Um, no, we haven't really. Yeah. It's not really, you know, late models. It's just always been the thing. Oh, you know, okay. it's just been, um, you know, what he does. He did have the opportunity to run that series um the srx oh okay yeah deal last year so he did have the opportunity to run that and so that was a pretty neat experience like that thing that was like fun pressure free Mm -hmm. just him able to go out there and just you know honestly just have fun and so i think he was able to do that and that was good but you know as far as anything else you know he's always said he wanted to drive a drive a sprint car you know just to test one so Maybe he'll get to do that before he, he's just too tall. I'm like, you're just too tall. You're too big for one of those things. Like you, you tower over every one of those sprint car drivers. I just don't see how this is going to work for you. <laughs> yeah. Um. So my husband, that's what he used to do. He used to drive his sprint car. My husband is six uh, two. Um. And yeah, it, it, it's, it's, it was kind of uncomfortable for him to be in that sprint car. There's not enough, yeah, there's not I a bet. lot of room. So if Jonathan's any bigger than that, if he's any taller than that, yeah, it's going to be difficult. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely going to be difficult because that, that was something my, my husband had issues with because his knees would 
you know, like pretty much almost hit the steering wheel. And it, yeah. it was really hard for him to like fit in the car like he really should. So, so yeah, I could totally see, you know, if yeah. Jonathan Stoller like, yeah, did 6'2", then yeah, he's going to probably have problems. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, and well, also, there's just not a lot of room in those cars anyway. Like, that's one thing my husband told me. He's like, you're literally like this the whole time. Like, you can't move your arms. You can't do anything. You have to stay like this with the steering wheel and just do this. Yeah. That's it. Um, and you can't really see. Um, out, you can't see on the side of you. Side of you, you. You can barely see. Like, there's barely, like, this much vision in front of you. And that's it. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's... Uh, it's definitely, um, and he, that's where he came from. He came from Sprint Car because at one time they were running them quite a bit down here, but then they just mm -hmm. stopped. And like now there's just really no place to run unless you want to travel extremely far. And so that's what made him go to a late model was because he wanted to be able to run something every week and he came. Right. It's late, people are running late models everywhere. Um, and that was the only way he was going to be able to still be in a race car and run consistently. So, yeah, so he went to late model, but he did say it's a huge learning curve because, you know, you're going from an open wheel car to something oh, yeah. that's not open wheel. And he said, especially because you can actually see more. And, um, but the biggest thing is with a sprint car, you pretty much floor it like all the way, like the whole entire time you know and he mm -hmm. had issues learning how to use brakes um because you don't do that in the sprint car and so you know right. you have to use the brake to go into the turn to get up on the bars and he yeah he had trouble with that for like the first two years because it's just something that you never do in a sprint car you don't yeah. go slow like you just keep going <laughs> you just floor it and just keep going around yeah and he didn't know how to like it took him a while, but he likes it though. He, he, he did say that he's like, he's like, I, I love the sprint cars, but at the same time, it's like, he, he really likes the late model now because he's gotten used to it and, and he would prefer staying in a late model now. He's like, it's also yeah. a lot safer. <laughs> yeah, that too. Yeah. Because sprint car is not that safe. Um, no, they just tumble everywhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't take much at all uh, either. Like, mm -mm. you know, for because once somebody touches your tire, it I mean, it's that simple for you to start flipping. Like it doesn't you know, it doesn't take any any really anything for you to start, you know, flipping over. Um, and yeah, he was kind of like, well, maybe I want to go into something a little bit more safer, too. You know, right. <laughs> He's like starting to con like contemplate about, well, I am getting older. I really don't want to, you know, have any, any accidents or nothing like that because you can easily get hurt in a sprint car. Um, right. And he's had some injuries from being in the sprint car when it came to flipping and stuff. So, yeah, he's mm -hmm. just like, you know, I'm getting too old. And he's like, you don't, I don't heal as fast anymore, you know? Yeah, that's true, too. Your, your aches and pains last a little longer. Or yeah. they start catching up to you anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's like, 
He's, and that's why I told him, like, you're not in your 20s anymore where, like, you could literally just get up the next day and it's no big deal. It's like, oh, you know what? Like, I'm going to brush it off and just, you know, stick it out. No, like, Things you're going to feel longer. Yeah, you're going to feel the pain. And, and then you're going to have to take off work because you can't go in. And they're going to be like, why? And you're going to be like, you know what? I flipped, like, my sprint car. And, yeah, like, that's not going to be, like, the best excuse to use to go, you know. I know. Work, so. <laughs> yeah. Especially if they don't know anything about it. They don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and see, um, luckily, most of the people, like, my husband's been working for the same company for 10 years now. So, luckily, yeah. no. Because they even, like, have him bring his car up there because they, you know, they are one of his sponsors now. So, like, they put, yeah. you know, so they want him to bring it up there for, like, you know, when they do, like, different different events and stuff. But at one time, yeah, they did not really understand, like, why my husband did what he did. Because um, they were like, why are you doing that when you constantly get hurt? Like, you know. Because, I mean, he yeah. would get hurt more in the Sprite car. Like, once he got in the late model, like, he's never he's never had anything, you know, extremely serious happen. But it's just yeah. when he was in the Sprint car, it happened more, you know. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But, um, but, yeah, no, now, he, he's, like, he loves to see them run, you know. Like, like we'll yeah. go to, like, a World of Outlaw race or something like that. And, and in he'll like all of a sudden feel like he wants to get back in one, but then he's like, then he starts really thinking about it and it's like, Oh no, no, I don't really want to get back in one. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, he misses it. It's like a nostalgia thing. But then when he starts yeah. thinking about it, he's like, Oh no, I don't actually don't want to get back in one. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, it's been, you know, fun to like go, spectate but he's not a very good spectator i don't know about jonathan but like i know with my husband he's really bad at spectating because he would rather be racing than watching people race see we don't if he's not there we don't go to a race outside oh okay outside of his yeah we just you know we just would rather we're we're, he's never home so when we're (laughs) home as a family we don't choose to go to the racetrack we just kind of want to hang out and Got it. Catch up and yeah. do our own little thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. And honestly, I don't blame mm-hmm. you. I mean, you know, because, yeah. yeah, especially depending on, um, you know, how long he's been gone. You know, because, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, with Lucas Oil, like, they go all over the place and they can be gone for, you know, longer periods of time. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't blame you for wanting to just be like, let's just be at home and not go anywhere. Yeah. See, that's the biggest thing. Like, can we just stay at home and be, be a little family? And that's our biggest thing is just being able to spend time together. And we take Blaine to do some fun stuff and, mm-hmm. you know, try to just catch up on the time lost, I guess. Yeah. How you yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and yeah, I don't, I mean, and there's nothing wrong with that. And, you know, some people think that like being at home is boring, but it's like when you've been on the road for a long, long periods of time, I'm sure Jonathan has been there with that. It's like, mm-hmm. you want to be at home, like for yeah. as long as possible. Cause it's like, you've been gone for who knows how long, you know, it's yeah. like, you haven't seen your house in like two, three weeks. Yeah. Like you want to be at home. <laughs> so exactly. No, I don't, I don't blame you guys for doing that. And, and plus, I mean, you, 
you do want to like spend as much time as possible, especially, you know, with Blaine, like you want mm-hmm. to make as much memories with him as possible because, you know, they're only, you know, young for so long. So how old is Blaine? Yeah. He's 11. 11. Yeah. And see, mm-hmm. uh, like our, our kids, like our daughters, they're 18 and, uh, and, fif- and 15. And yeah, yeah, when they're young like that, like you want to spend as much time as you can. Cause it's like, once yeah, they get for sure. and they're out of the house, it's like, you know, like you definitely don't see them as much. Like my oldest, she's off at college and she's not at home. So like, yeah, right. like I don't get to spend very much time with her, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, my youngest, she'll only be in the house for three more years. And then she's off she's to college too. <laughs> yeah, she'll be off to college too. So it's like, yeah, like you want to try and spend as much time as possible with your kids, you know, before, you know, before they end up leaving the house. Cause it's like, it, yeah, it goes sure. by so fast. Like, I still can't believe it's been, it's been 18 years. It doesn't feel just, that way. We just had the same conversation the other night. Just, we remember being out on the road with Blaine full time. And, you know, he was three when we oh, did okay. that. Um, and we were out on the road full time. Our souvenir guy, that's been our souvenir guy for forever. Mm-hmm. We were talking about it the other night. They used to watch Tom and Jerry every night before bed. And we were talking about things that Blaine used to do or say. Mm-hmm. And we just cracked up. And now he's just, I mean, I, I swear we've just hit like, he's not a teenager, but he's acting like one. So <laughs> it's just really eye open. We're like, where does the time go? Yeah. It goes by so fast. Yeah. Because. Um, that, that was what, you know, my husband and I were talking about too, cause it's like, we cannot believe that like, you already have one kid out the house already. Mm-hmm. Like, it just doesn't feel like it's been that long. <laughs> and then it's like the other one, you know, she's in high school and it's like, she's only got three years left. Like, and then yeah. she's off to college and then it's like, we're going to be empty nesters. Like I'm going to be 40 in an empty nester. And I'm like, I, that just like, it, it's weird because it's like, I can actually kind of understand like where my parents were at, but my parents were, were older though. Like, you know, yeah. when, we, when we left, we left. Um, um, but it, it was really, yeah, it's really weird that all of a sudden, like, I understand how my parents feel now. <laughs> Like when we, when we were, you know, when, when we were about to leave the house, like now, now I, I understand how they feel. It's like, wow. So this mm-hmm. is what it feels like when you're about to be an empty nester, like you start <laughs> having to, you know, kind of worry about these things and stuff. So yeah, especially like my oldest, cause it's like, she, you know, she doesn't live at home and she's living with my parents luckily cause they live like 10 minutes from the campus that she's going going to so oh that's really not yeah so you apartment yeah and all that exactly like i didn't have to do that <laughs> you know i didn't have to find her a place i didn't have to do any of that so she's just staying with my parents and she's just you know commuting from their house um but yeah she she's going to um she's at um an esthetician she's going to be an esthetician like she went to like a beauty mm-hmm. school out there and she grad she graduates next next month already oh wow so she's fixing to be like out in the real world yeah 
And, and to me, that's just crazy because it's like, you know, it's only so many months, but she also graduated as a junior. So like, she's starting out really early, you know, cause yeah, she graduated yeah. as a junior and not a senior in high school. So she, yeah, like she's starting out extremely early in the world. <laughs> like, and wow, um, that's crazy. Yeah. So she's just, so it, to me, it's just crazy because like, She's working right now. You know, she's uh, like a server at a restaurant or whatever. She's doing that, and it's okay. like, and she's going to school. And she she called me the other day. And she's like, "Mom, this is hard. Like, being an adult is hard." I'm like, I, like I am. I mean, I tried to prepare you as much as possible, but you know, but <laughs> I don't think you can ever fully prepare somebody yeah, for being an you adult. Can't. And I'm like, yeah, being an adult is not easy. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I've told you that before, but I mean, you know, we try to, we also try to shelter our kids a little bit because we don't want to scare them either. Right. And I'm like, she's like, but yeah, she's like, but I have to like constantly worry about if I'm going to have enough gas to get to work, I'm going to have this, if I'm going to have that. And I'm like, yeah. We do this yeah. every day. <laughs> like, <laughs> like we do this every day. You know, she's like, I have to budget my money. And there's sometimes I can't eat out and stuff. And I have to like meal prep now and and all of that. And I'm like, Yeah. Welcome to the real world. Exactly. <laughs> that's exactly what I told her. I'm like, Yeah, that's exactly yeah, like cooking at home. You you're gonna mm -hmm. have to start doing that a lot more. Yeah, for like, sure. She's like, yeah. She's like, I just didn't realize that. Like, I didn't realize like how much of my paycheck's gonna be gone. Like before, like right when I get it, so much of my paycheck's already gone. Mm -hmm. like, with taxes, and then and then whatever yeah. you have left over, yeah, you have stuff to pay for. You have car insurance. Mm -hmm. You have other things like that that you have to pay for. Your phone bill. And all of that. And yeah, she's okay. like, she's just like figuring out and figuring all out right now. And I'm, like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm like, it, you have to start somewhere. But yeah, it, it's just yeah. funny that like, you know, I have a kid that's literally like, she's the same age I was when I gave birth to her. Like I was 18 mm -hmm. when I was pregnant with her. And it's like, and it's yeah. just weird to me because it's like she's the same age that I was when I gave when I was pregnant with her, and yeah. luckily, and I and I did instill that in her. I said, "Please do not be a teenage mother." Like <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't want her to go through that because that that's right. so that's so hard to do and try and take care of yourself because you're still a child. Like I don't mm -hmm. care what people say about oh, eighteen, you're an adult. You're an adult on paper, but mindset-wise, you are not an adult. Like you, like you literally no. were just in high school. Like you were just in high mm -hmm. school. Like you and like you just graduated from high school, and you're expected to just become an adult overnight. Like that, it doesn't yeah. work that way. <laughs> and so, no, not at all. <laughs> yeah, I'm like the stuff I did at 18. It's like, oh no, like looking back, I'm like, how did I? Like, what did I do? Like, why did I do those things? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so I'm, that's why I'm constantly instilling that in her. I'm like, do not. Like, 
you know, I want you to live your life and like plan your future as much as you can. Obviously we can't plan out everything, but right. Have children like when you're married to somebody and you know, you actually want to have children. You're ready. You think exactly. you're ready. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. When you think you're ready, don't do that before then. Like have, have children later in life. If you want children, because I'm, I'm like, I'm not one of those people that feels like I have to have grandchildren. If you don't want kids, I totally understand that. But yeah, yeah. Like that's why I was like, no, I just want you to live your life right now. Doing what you're doing, finish school and then, Go out in the real world and do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Experience it then. Mm, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And and you guys still have time with Blaine, you know, like, I mean, he's 11. So, I mean, you guys still have, like, seven years. So, But, oh, yeah. it, but it does fly by, <laughs> you know. <laughs> it, you know, you're going to look back seven years from now and be like, has it really been seven years? You know, I know. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's funny how that happens. But I'm so glad that you came on and shared your story yeah. and everything. You know, I really appreciate you doing that. Um, and, yeah. Thanks for having me on. Oh, of course. And, you know, for everybody listening, I will drop Rachel's Instagram so you guys can go follow her. You'll be able to see so many th- different things going on including the stuff that she does on the ranch, which is amazing, by the way, because I saw what you were doing with that John Deere tractor. And I'm like, I don't know how she does Man. <laughs> I was ready to scream. It all started at like 8 o'clock that morning, and it just didn't end. <laughs> yeah, but that and her TikTok, so you guys can go follow her and everything and see what she's doing. But yeah, um, but yeah, no, thank you again. I appreciate that. Of course. Thank you. Hope you enjoyed that episode with Rachel. Um, if you are new here um, and you listen to the entire thing, I appreciate you. If you're an OG, you know, somebody that's been here since day one, I appreciate you as well. Um, definitely rate and review the podcast on whatever platform that you guys are listening to it on. Um, we are on Podbean, Spotify, Apple, um, and other platforms as well, but that's the main three. And um, definitely rate and review because that helps people find us so other people can hear women in motorsports stories, you know. So, um, so yeah, guys, that is it for me uh, today. And um, definitely look for our next episode that comes out on Wednesday night if you're a VIP if you're subscribed to the newsletter you get to listen to the episodes of the night before um, or on Thursday if you see this on social media um, so until then guys go out and manifest your best lives and I will see you guys later bye